Hello everyone and welcome back to Living My Best Disabled Life. Today we have Anna. She is the owner of CP Life. Hi Anna. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. So can we just start by maybe you giving everyone a little bit background of how you started CP Life and the evolution of it? Absolutely. So, for a minute background, I am a 21-year living cerebral party, and for those of you who might not know, that is a condition you met at birth. So, in high school, nobody really understood that I was a normal teenager at the time, but they taught me my favorite two years old, and uh, whenever I would ask them to hang out, they would say, oh, yeah, and then never do anything about it, which was really weird. So I thought, well, maybe they don't believe me if I'm only telling them in my voice and in my work, so maybe I could start picking up a camera and documenting what cool activity and what my mic looked like beyond my disability. And I never in a million years thought I would be where I am today. I thought that only my out-of-town family members were willing to walk it and some of my high school friends to hopefully educate themselves on, yeah, I can go out and have fun and have some time. But now I run four different platforms with over 1,000 subscribers. I mean, however, on some of them. So, some all different parts of world. And then when I was a senior in high school, well, you're going into senior year high school, everyone was talking about the eight. PT, SAT, or the tape test that you had to do to fit in power. And I'm not going to lie, I did horrible on both of them. I made that number. I never want to see them in my entire life. My advisor was like, oh, if you want to go to university, you're going to have to take one more year algebra and I hate math. I hate numbers. I am so bad at them. Oh, and also you're gonna have to retake your ACT. So we can make you a tutor and all that. And I was like, no. I was like, no way am I doing that. You know, at the time I knew that my school had an internship program that taught somebody how to work in a work environment and all that. So I was like, oh, do you have a internship for a social media influencer? Because they will use the people working at McDonald's, Waterway, you know, all the normal teenage places when they built a curriculum around no places. But they're like, no, we don't have one social media in." And they thought I was insane because my next question was, 
and I write a curriculum, and I write it and then it approves by the principal. That way I can use my time, time in high school to develop my brand and learn how to more in branding and math design and all that. And they, they thought I was kidding. No, I don't hit around. And uh, so off I went. I wrote a curriculum. I got it approved by administration and school board. And I wanted to learn everything I could to make EP my what it is today. That's amazing. That's a, that's a really inspiring story, especially for people that feel like they don't, because even though I'm in college, like I graduated with my right. bachelor's, I'm getting my master's. Awesome. I admit that that's not for everyone, and right. that doesn't also mean that, like, disabled people can't, like, find another avenue. Right, right. Uh, it's in, in that avenue, you know? Right. It's interesting you say that, because one thing I noticed is they never ever talk about any avenue but power in the military. That is a very interesting point because the irony is I was told when I was in high school that I wasn't going to college, even if and, I wanted to. The opposite of me. People are like, the only option is for you to know how I'm like, yeah, but like, how am I going to do that? Because accessibility, 24 hour care, all that stuff. I think part of it is just that people don't realize that every disabled person is different. We're not all the same. Yep. Like, just because one of us went to college doesn't mean everyone has to go to college. Right, right. So would you say, like, not doing good on, like, the ACTs and all that was, like, actually kind of a turning point, like, oh, where you kind of thought, well, I don't really need to, and I just got to convince people to believe in what I want to do, and that it's not college, and that people need to, like, understand that that's a respectable. So yeah, my parents believed in me. They only did and so did my family. So at that point, it was to admit everyone to hot talking at my IP about, you know, what I would need to meet the power requirement and to hot talking about the other options that my high school offered that might be helpful to what I wanted to do with my brand. But I met my photography passion, general design passion, marketing, branding passion. And I finally, after I got that kind of, I was able to build my whole entire senior year around auto type so you basically pick your own classes and build them around yeah. what would help you most with your branding of your 
like YouTube channel on social media. Wait, wait. <laughs> everybody else was taking what we hired to get into power, and I didn't need that. I didn't need any of that. <laughs> what are some lessons you learned about yourself through this process? Well, I definitely learned that I'm a people person and I don't have to take yes for an answer all the time. I'm also a very big people pleaser and I don't like to say no to people or that they're wrong, but I learned that that was my only way to get where I am today. So that that would have to be a bit of my method. I learned I don't have to point everybody to feed in my life. Makes sense. I feel like as disabled people, <laughs> we feel like we have to please like. Right. I mean, able-bodied people too, but specifically disabled people, I feel like a little bit more. We feel like we have to please everyone. We have to prove things to people. We have to prove things to ourselves. Right. It's it's more about proving things rather than just living your life to the fullest. Right. I am a, I, I was on a mission. Oh, I don't want to point everybody here. I had no idea. My, what I was doing, to be honest, but I knew that something in my heart told me it doesn't matter. You can just run with it and see what happens. Going off of that, what advice would you give someone who wants to start their own brand, but they're like a little discouraged, and let's say they also have some sort of disability and they want to start like a disability brand, but uh -huh. people are telling them, oh, that's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, so I met this person all the time on every platform that I have. And my business advice is you have to start somewhere. So even if you don't know where to start, just start posting photos, videos, what TikTok, whatever that may be. And then once you start posting, then what you want to do is narrow it down to topics. Who I used to, and I still do, what ride. So I talk about that. And then I talk about my mic with the hair team and all that. So then you want to disability awareness is a blonde topic. My business advice I send this to you next to this one posting is making it unique. Your brand, you know, we, we made it back to your mic or topic that you're passionate about. As well as, don't worry about the number you're gonna put there and back me. What do you wish that you knew before about starting a brand that you didn't know, but now you know? I wish I knew how hard it was gonna be to admit the Halloween that I had, especially with before starting Walk Hollow, I wish I knew how to better enhance my video. And the biggest thing is 
man, I wish I knew that you needed more than one platform because the one time I thought, oh, I can just have my YouTube channel and somehow middle following on there. While that is true, I, while that is true, having multiple platforms to drive traffic to your other platform. That makes yeah, that makes sense. I would just like to say that I really love the way that, like, you have it on every platform. Right. So, because you have it on every platform, some people that are on TikTok then find your Instagram or reverse. So, like, right. it's spread everywhere because once you find one platform, then you simultaneously follow all the platforms and you don't necessarily have exactly the same things right. on each platform, so it's a different experience. Right, and the, from the one time I didn't know that until I took more fitting path in the high school. And then I learned the importance of having multiple platforms after I took more fitting in high school. But from the one time I want one platform and how you have millions of followers within it too. Yeah, I've learned a lot about that in like college because I was a marketing minor. Oh, and nice. On top of that, then I like kind of used a lot of what I learned in the marketing minor, uh -huh. my podcast and stuff. Nice. What would you say, like, you enjoy the most about having your own brand, having your own social media presence, and, like, having a space to advocate for the disability community and bring awareness? Well, what I enjoy the most about what I do is the community and the people that you meet. Because I would probably not have very many disabled friends if I didn't want my brand because it is hard to come by disabled people at least in my local area. So with my brand, I'm able to reach out in the United States and beyond and find true friends about the same society and I have and the mind who met in the United Kingdom with Rainbow Pony and me every day, as well as feeling the impact I have on the world around me. Like all the YouTube comments and the Instagram comments that tell me how I made their day or hang their mic is really, really impactful. Yeah. It's part of some of the reason why I love being a podcast host. There's also a lot of things that I don't, even mm -hmm. though I'm disabled, that I don't know that are like, because then you're also learning about other right, right, and stuff. Yeah. What would you say, like, what, where is somewhere that you want to go from here in your brand, if that makes sense? Yeah. So right now, um, and about maybe a year out, um, I would love to hit 1,000 subscribers. 
on YouTube and hit the subscribe and watch how long it's possible and maybe bit monetize. But in addition to monetization, it's not a lot about money anymore. So another move I have would be to do more publishing events because I have done two presentations about my brand and disability awareness in the United Kingdom via Boom. I've never been over there, but I would like to do actual publishing events in my most community. No, well. in person rather than over Zoom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Zoom's nice because it allows you to be wherever and right. do it anywhere, even in a different state or a different. Right. Place. But it's a whole different vibe when you're actually like, in person, you know? Right. It definitely is. How do you think starting this brand, starting doing all this, has helped you live your best disabled life? I think I am definitely more confident and I'm not alone because I used to be one of those people and it's not bad and you're one of these people but I used to be like one of those people who only hang out in their room you know and my only thing that I didn't really see the outside world without the family, you know, or even the partner, you know, making meaningful you know, and stuff like that. But now, now I really, really do, and I'm a lot more confident, and I've been sticking to what I say I'm going to do from a while, from a morning time, I would. Hey, I'm gonna do something and not do it. I'm the same yeah. way sometimes though. Like, yeah. I say I'm gonna do something, then not then I don't actually end up doing it. Or oh yeah. God, I this is so cool, I wanna go try it and I never do. <laughs> right. And so this plan has been kind of my accountability partner as well. Yeah, that's a nice way of putting it. I didn't really think about that like it kind of does keep you accountable and like forces you to get out of your comfort zone. Right. Also, I feel like to, this podcast does that for me because oh, and nice. I yeah. like, believe it or not, I used to like hate public speaking or like talking. About me too. It. And now I just like talk, just sit on like my computer and talk to people about their like disabilities and their journey and stuff and I absolutely love it and like it's 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 so great and it's so funny because I used to like, like be so almost not anti-social but like I didn't really want to talk to people right and this is really giving me the place to yeah like yeah same with me I talk to people, you know, but like I know I'll be really afraid to because you never know what they're gonna think about you or your disability, you know. So. Yeah. No, I totally get that. Uh, like, yeah. 
you want to talk to people, but sometimes you'll, like, start talking to them, and then, like, they just either won't answer you, or they'll just make some offhanded comment about you. Right, They don't even know you, so, like, right. say any of that stuff, but, right. yeah. Like, I try to be a social person, but, you know, you never know who you're talking to. Right, me too. Well, thanks, Anna, for coming on. Yeah, and I had so much episode fun. is out, so people can listen to it and say. Yeah, definitely. It was so much fun. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Living My Best Disabled Life. Tune in next time. Mm-hmm.